Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Gotta Look Up podcast. I'm your host, Tom Campbell. Welcome back. I'm coming to you from my backyard. It's a nice day here in the LA area. I'm hoping that you'll get some sounds coming out of the tree over that way where two hawks have decided to build a nest. It's actually really cool. Um, might have a visitor later too. My dog is laying just off the off screen here. She may want to come and check things out. So just to let you know. Um, today I want to talk about love. Given that Valentine's Day is this week, I decided to focus this week's podcast on the topic of love. It will be a recurring theme on the podcast because it is one of the pillars of the God Look Up mission. Um, so I think we can all agree we need more love in the world and it's important to study love in more detail. In researching the topic of love, you will find a variety of opinions on how many types of love exist. Some say there are four, others say eight, and still others something in between. For the purposes of this podcast, I will introduce you to the seven types identified by the ancient Greeks and give additional information on four of those types and then focus specifically on one particular type called agape love. The ancient Greeks identified eight types of love uh, from the website www.elizabethritter.com, she details seven of these eight types. She's decided to exclude the eighth, which is mania, which borders on obsession and is unhealthy. So I'm going to agree with her and leave that one out. As far as the remaining seven types, I'll par paraphrase them here. There's eros, which is romantic, passionate love. Philia, which is affectionate, friendly love. Storge, which I think I'm pronouncing right, might be Storga or Storgia, uh, unconditional familial love, agape, which is selfless universal love, and empathic love of God, nature, and fellow men. And this is the one we're going to focus on later. Ludus, playful, flirtatious love, pragma, which is committed, long-lasting love, and philodia, or philaudia, which is self-love. So I believe that Ludus, Pragma, and Philadia ha all have important stake in how we love each other and ourselves. But I want to highlight the top four that were mentioned um, on the Ancient Greeks list. In the website, paulechapman.com, he focuses on the first four types on this list. While he puts them in a different order, he offers a nice way of simplifying them. Eros, the type of love is sexual love. The kind of love is attraction. It says, I want you. Philia, the type of love is brotherly love. The kind of love is affection. And it says, I like you. Storge, the type of love is family love. The kind of love is affiliation. And it says, you are family. And then agape, which the type of love is divine love. The kind of love is attention, and it says, I commit to you. So the type of love that I want to focus on the most today is agape love. I was introduced to agape love several years ago and try my best to approach the world based on its principles. The essence of agape love is goodwill, benevolence, and a willful delight in the object of love. And by object of love, that means the recipient. Agape love is described in the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4.7, or 4 through 7, which I believe 
um, I referred to in the first podcast on love earlier this year. Love is patient and kind. Love does not boast or envy. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. So agape love is what they're referring to there. And it's often considered the purest and deepest form of love. It is a selfless, unconditional love focused on providing compassion, support, and joy to others. It's essentially loving for the sake of love. And I actually came up with that as my definition. So it's kind of a Thomism, but uh, not official. So loving for the sake of love. So according to the website, www.lifeadvancer.com, agape love is different from eros love, which refers to sexual love, and philia love, which refers to brotherly love, because it is the deepest and purest form of love. Agape love can be felt between lovers, family members, and friends, making it a universal form of love. It is a kind of love that does not respond to the value of its object, as agape love asks nothing of the person who receives it. I'm going to repeat that again. Agape love asks nothing of the person who receives it. So how do you show agape love? What are the characteristics of it? Selflessness is number one. Freely, willingly supporting your partner, your family, your friends, and your loved ones. Give what is needed from you generously. Put others' needs ahead of your own agenda. Patience. Be patient with those who you love. Give them time and space. Understand that everyone is fighting their own battles. Give support and help where you can. And most importantly, enjoy your time together with your loved ones. Three, generosity. Give freely and willing to others who need your time, attention, resources, and support. Four, giving without expecting anything in return. Agape love is unconditional love, but those who practice it will sometimes see it reciprocated from their agape partners. So again, this is what you put in the universe comes back to you. It's sort of that sort of philosophy. Offer forgiveness. This is a key element in agape love. Forgive your agape partners, but gently point out where they can improve. So you do need to call folks out as, as part of agape love. You're supposed to call people out if they're not walking down the right path. And those conversations can be a bit tricky, um, or if they do something that offends you, it's just an honesty in communication. And again, gently pointing it out, not you know shunning them or getting on them or yelling at them about it, but just you owe it to somebody that you love to say, hey, this kind of made me feel this way um, and try to correct that. Deliberate acts of kindness, show empathy and consideration to others, offer help to others. Small acts of kindness can include things like opening doors or walking somebody across the street or helping a child, um, just little everyday kinds of things that we do. And then last, keeping promises and honoring commitments. It is a sign of respect to others that you honor your word and your commitment and your promises. Do not give in to temptations or to the easy path. Remember, agape love isn't about perfection. It's about genuine care, selflessness, and unwavering support for those who you love. Practice it daily and watch your relationships flourish. 
It's an awareness to do your best to love people the way that they need to be loved. If you practice agape love, you will try to put the needs of others first and serve others selflessly. This doesn't mean that you should neglect your own needs or deprioritize your importance in the relationship. It doesn't mean that you need to say yes to everything. Healthy boundaries are still required. What it does mean is to have an awareness of the needs of others around you and the compassion to do what you can with what you have to help and support them. Agape love can be difficult. It takes strength. It takes faith. It takes a tremendous amount of self-love. Agape love can empty you, so you need to know how to fill yourself back up. Agape love can also feel overwhelming to the recipient. They may not be used to be treated, being treated this way. It's important, as in all relationships, to have open and honest communication and understand and respect boundaries when it comes to love and how recipients wish to be loved. Again, the goal is to love someone the way they need and want to be loved. You can still love them the way you want to love them, but it has to be comfortable for them as well. Some quotes on love. What is love? The person you miss the most when everyone is around. Pretty profound. You could be in a group of people, but if the person you love the most isn't there, it's a different feeling than if they are. Agape love is selfless love. The love God wants us to have isn't just an emotion, but a conscious act of the will, a deliberate decision on our part to put others ahead of ourselves. This is the kind of love God has for us. And that's from the Reverend Billy Graham. Agape love says, I love you because I choose to love you. It loves without consideration of personal cost or reciprocation. That's from an unknown author, another own unknown author. I don't have time to worry about who doesn't like me. I am too busy loving the people who love me. Pretty cool. Think about that for a second. Why worry about the people who don't love you? Focus on the ones that do. This is from the poet Emily Dickinson. Unable are the loved to die, for love is immortality. Think about that for a second. We all have lost loved ones, but we don't stop loving them. They're just not here. But we continue to love them and love their memories and honor them. This is from a site called Word Porn. You look in the mirror and sometimes see a mess of a human being. But you don't see the lives you've touched or the people you've saved. You don't see the love you've given freely or the extraordinary memories you've made. You are a book of beautiful moments and feelings. This is from John O'Donohue. When you love, you open your life to another. All your barriers are down. Your protective distances collapse. This person is given absolute permission to come into the deepest temple of your spirit. Your presence and life can become this person's ground. It takes courage to let someone so close. From St. John of the Cross, in the evening of life, we will be judged by love alone. And this is from Bob Goff, uh, whose books I mentioned, if you saw my post, um, this was from Everybody Always, this quote. Love isn't something we fall into. 
love is something we become. And I think that goes straight into agape love, loving for the sake of love. So to everybody, happy Valentine's Day. But shouldn't we tell those we love that we love them every day? Why do we need just one day? Do it every day. And it is at this time that I usually end with a Thomism and a call to action tied to God like a brand and mission. But this time, rather than inviting you to look up, I invite you to love up. Open your hearts. Ask that special person out. Get to know a friend on a deeper level. Reach out to that family member you haven't talked to in a while. Call someone who might be alone. Try your best to approach things with agape love. We can never get agape love perfect, but we can prove the world by attempting it and applying its principles. Let me end by saying, as I always do, I love you guys. And by sharing some of the greatest words ever spoken, words of advice that we can all use every day. The 11th commandment from Jesus Christ, love one another as I have loved you.